While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. For this one, we're doing mango and rum. We're doing a throwback to a drink that we haven't had in a minute now. Uh, So just enjoy whatever you're drinking or if you're not drinking or able to drink right now. I forgive you. It's all good. Um, You can uh, reach out. We are at Classroom Brew on social media. That's Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. It's all at Classroom Brew. You can also reach me, classroombrew at gmail.com for the email and stuff like that. If you want some of that bonus content and that podcast merch, you can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. Patreon spelled pay, pay, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and then dot com slash classroombrew. Got all that out of the way. Uh, big uh, shout. So this is, I'm, I'm not sure if this is like, a, I don't want to say the person's name, but there's plenty of people that are teacher influencers. I do not consider myself one, by the way, before anyone possibly asks. But there are plenty of teacher influencers on, on Instagram and plenty that are in my city of Chicago. It's, it's weird when you, when you go to like a professional development and someone introduces themselves. <laughs> they go, you might know me as Joe Smith on Instagram. The, you know, the influ- Why are you in? It's a PD on equity. We're learning about literacy. And you're trying to tell us about how many Instagram followers you have. Because, of course, I wanted to look it up after um, when the person mentioned it, which is what they wanted. They wanted the internet hit. So if you're an influencer out there, just find the right time. I'm not actually knocking it. I'm just, I thought it was funny. I've actually, I've worked with people in PDs before that I happened to, I think the podcast followed it, or maybe I'd, I think the podcast did. Um, and I was like, oh, that's weird. I mean, we're not going to converse about this, but <laughs> just that I had never really, I had never really heard of somebody within a professional development. It, just like the introductions, by the way, this is not someone leading the PD. This is not someone as a main facilitator. This is just a, a good old participant that wants to just get that cash flow, baby. I don't know but how it works. Uh, if you're a teacher influencer, I, the, enlighten me, educate me. I don't know what it is, but make sure, make sure you guys know the, the right time and the place. Uh, my my voice sounds like absolute shit, by the way, the last few weeks because of football, obviously. Uh, and you might be wondering, like, well, Ryan, is it because of the players? And yeah, partly. You got to make sure your voice carries. But we got just if you don't know football, don't worry. You don't need to for this one. And if you do know football, you'll be right there with me as well. But uh, essentially, my job on the team, uh, the main job is offensive coordinator and other stuff, too. I mean, obviously, you do everything, right? You help with defense, you help with tackling and, and things like that. Uh, <laughs> we get, we are, we are, at this point, we are down by two. 
Okay, the score is 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 ten because we let up a, we let up a safety in two point, but we got a two point. So it is ten to eight. So the the score is close essentially. I got a little too technical. The score is close, and we are driving finally to actually go and take the lead again, take the lead back, and uh, they give us a penalty on offense for illegal substitution, meaning. There was some sort of like sketchiness or too many men that were on the field. And I go, no one came out. And I swear to you, we watched the film, lovely listener. We watched the film to figure out, like, did we have someone that like jumped into the huddle too early that, you know, didn't come out, check out, whatever. Nothing like that happened. And the response that I had, because I called the timeout because I was like, what the fuck happened? And again, no one came in or out. And so I go, like, what was the penalty, man? And he goes, illegal substitution. And I go, no one went in. (laughs) These are the same 11 guys that were on the last two plays. It's now third down you do this to me. And he goes, well, you had too many men on the field. You had 12. And I go, again, no one, (laughs) no one left the field. No one went on the field. And you want to count this with me right now? Do you want to count to 11? Two grown-ass men in front of these kids. Were you a math teacher in a, a past life? What the fuck happened to the point where... And we had 11. Now, of course, they're not going to take away the penalty, but what the fuck? Frustrating game, to say the least. Um, Yeah, so anyway, it, referees, please learn to count, and please make sure if you're going to go with a penalty and it's complete bullshit, have a better backup than something that can be corroborated via video. So all I'm trying to say is, referees, I'm watching you, and I will find you. Speaking of finding people, the the Aramark, the good old Aramark special, just like a landlord special from the last episode. And you know what? I'm going to double down because I got a real bone to pick with Aramark. The issue with Aramark that I had last week does not compare. Because now it's impacting instruction. And you heard me right. Aramark is now impacting instruction. And I'm not just talking about the shitty beef that they serve our students that gave all my football players the Hershey squirts during walkthrough before our game. Separate thing. I'm talking about this situation with my desk. I got a new desk. And I'd had the same one for years. You guys, if you heard the episode, you you know about that. And basically, I took it upon myself to swap out my broken desk for a desk that's not broken for safety, you know? And uh, fast forward to the next day because I had just put it into an empty classroom that's used for storage. I am then told, hey, it can't go into that room. We have to do some repairs in that room. Okay, there's a thousand other things in that room, but I'll take this one thing out because I put it there. Fine. Put it in the hallway on a Friday. It sits there all weekend. It sits there Monday, Tuesday, and then finally, halfway through Wednesday. So we're talking a good portion of time here. I get a knock on my door as kids are just settling in and class is about to start. And they say, Mr. F, we have to put this desk back in your room. It can't go out here uh, into the hallway. And I go, "What? you guys told me to put it into the hallway so it could be thrown out. And it sat there all weekend, and most of this week. And now you want to interrupt instructional time to put this desk 
back into my classroom, despite the fact that it's broken and there's no space for it. And they go, well, where else should we put it? Hey, <laughs> Aramark, it's not my fucking job to figure out where you put things. Maybe the dumpster. Or recycling if you're feeling good for the environment. Unlike your shitty food, which isn't good for anyone's internal bodily environment. Fuck you, Aramark. <laughs> I'm doubling down. I am telling you, I'm not going, I, I, I'm, I'm done. Aramark. The same shit food when I was a student. It's even worse now somehow, if you could believe it. So here's, this one's on me. Aramark, everyone, if you work for Aramark, have a drink. I, the people are lovely for the most part, but the company, shit. Woo, made that one a little too strong. It's all good. I needed it. <laughs> uh, and you know, the, the same thing goes for egos. Uh, I, I'm not going to say too much about this because it's been a bit of a, a fiasco with Certain staff members trying to do something good for the kids, and then other staff members being mm, angry, um, butthurt that they're not involved, and therefore they try to hijack it, or they try to sabotage it so it gets canceled. Mission accomplished for them, by the way. And it just, it pisses me off, because at the end of the day, it's not really, it's annoying the adult, but you're just taken away from the kids. That's all it is, because of your ego or your inability to plan something properly yourself, you take it out on someone that is trying to plan something good and well done for the kids. And now it's not going to happen. And if there is some sort of a replacement, I'm sure it's not going to be as good as the original thing, because like I said, this particular group of people is not very good with planning. For example, a lot of times we do we do certain events that are school-wide. And I'm going to point out, this is not just one person. This is a series of people, for lack of a better term. Group of people. How about group of people? Um, and this is something that has been going on for, I'm assuming, even years before I got there. And instead of creating a modified schedule to avoid interrupting instructional time, they would just say, hey, um, don't go to your afternoon classes, kids. Whenever there was an event. And if I could just point out that, honestly, the school is better than when I first started. But there are so many individuals, teachers and staff and everybody, that are just the personification of, well, this is the way we've always done it. So let's just keep doing it that way. And honestly, the, my, my uh, assistant principal pointed this out because he's newer. Um, of course, I mean, he seems like he's burned out too. But he pointed out that this school was pretty fucked up like six, seven years ago. So for people that were here for that time, they look at around, they look around right now and they're thinking like, oh, we're pretty good right now. This isn't that bad. This is incredible. Let's just stay the course and we're in good shape. Not even realizing all the little things going on behind the scenes by certain people to make it better. But instead of wanting to continue to get better, they're like, now we're content here because we're just so used to however many years of shit from that environment. Uh, like daily fights and shit like that. We don't have that now. It's fantastic. Luckily, I only had like one year of that. Uh, but there are still so many issues. So if you were to compare our school to itself, <laughs> if you were to compare our school to itself from like 10 years ago versus, versus now, it's better 
But if you were to compare our, if you were to compare our school from, or to any other school, that is, I don't know why I'm having a stroke. I apologize. But our school comparing itself to the past self improved. But if you compare our school to any good school that's doing what it should be doing in terms of like the culture and climate and the safety and discipline and expectations and pedagogic, uh, pedagogical focus and the academic standards, we're nowhere fucking near it. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It, it, things are changing for the better in certain areas. You win some, you lose some. It's just a couple steps forward and a couple steps back or however many forward and back. It is what it is. What I will say is that there are some students that were going into their fourth room, fourth floor room advisory, and these students discovered a bunch of yearbooks. And our school is over 100 years old, and they were finding these yearbooks from like 1920, 1930, 1960, 1970, 80. Not so much the, the, the 2000s, for sure not the, the 2010s very much, because they just don't do it anymore consistently. But uh, but they found all these yearbooks and they're like really into it. And so now we've got them like stored away where like kids can get to them, but like we can lock it to make sure certain adults don't just like walk off with them or just like let any old person just be like, yeah, go ahead and have this. It's all good. You can cut out these photos. But like 1921, I think, was the earliest one. And it is really cool. But at the same time, we're like, hey, kids, I know you think it's really cool, but you know what you're looking at? Segregation. <laughs> Because our school's that old. I'm pretty sure from the school newspaper in the 60s, there was some like article about the controversy of integration. Just like, holy shit. Like, I know my school is that old, but like, when, I'm scared of what else we might find, you know? Um, but I haven't really skimmed through those pages. But in addition to some of the, the positive changes that are slowly happening, when you compare our school now versus our school six or seven years ago, not even close to what it is when you compare it to literally 100 years ago, uh, 1921 to 2022. Just insane. Over 100 years. Thank God we're making progress. But That's the word of the day, kids. These old yearbooks from your school that you're going to, you might recognize those halls, but they didn't allow everyone into those halls. It's pretty fucked up. So, you know, shout out MLK. Um, I still amazed by it but um i guess my last thing before we uh we close out and again if you want to if you want to reach out be on the show you can reach me classroombrew.gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media uh if you want to subscribe help the show out support us uh, i believe there's a one dollar a three dollar and a four dollar i don't know the tier there are tiers on patreon go to patreon.com slash classroombrew you can get like the classroom brew t-shirt you can get the shot glasses with our logo there's also i think coasters with the our logo on it. And yeah, it's a good time. You get some bonus content as well uh, that's digital that only Patreons can get to. Um, the Science Fair. Mm. Anyone else remember the Science Fair? They still do Science Fairs. I know that. Like, I'm not about to ask you guys, like, do they still do the Science? I know they still do the Science Fair. But my own experience of this, and maybe I'm a little bit cynical about it because we only did it the one year. And maybe I should be thankful for that. I guess I'm thankful for that. I shouldn't, I'm not going to complain about this. But um, when, I, when I did the science fair, I remember I really couldn't think of anything good for like a, like it's not as bad as like, I, I think Tom Segura talked about like how bad his, his turned out in, in his book. It's not that bad. Uh, mine looked very visually stunning. Mine was on memory. 
uh, I believe I did the memory of men versus women just because it was like, I can ask, a, you know, a few hundred people or whatever. How many? I probably did like 20. Let's be realistic. Uh, some memory games. You know how easy that shit is? All my trial, it, it's such an easy experiment to replicate. Uh, I think I did it with uh, song lyrics and items on a table and a few other things. I don't know how I'm remembering all this stuff. I guess I haven't fully repressed everything from middle school. But the the bullshit of they make you almost like like parent conference night or some shit like that. They make you dress up and that's fine. But then you have to stand in front of your board and you could go to see other boards, kind of. But when your teachers and then the other adults that I guess were qualified enough to judge a science fair, when they were by your board, you had to be there to answer any and all questions. Okay. I get it. Defend your dissertation, or in this case, defend your middle school science experiment against these adults. But the, the entire point of the experience is to get kids excited about science, right? To get them presenting on something, proud of their work, all that stuff. Uh, and I will say that our, our teachers did a great job preparing us. But I think we need to start doing, at least in my memory, if we can go back in time, we need to, we need to do some more mm, preparation for the adults that are allowed to attend a science fair. Because when I tell you that I was answering really dumbass questions from some adults, like, so you, you had to ask people a lot of questions, huh? And I guess like just not sure how to talk to a kid, even though I was in middle school. Or people that would, would ask stuff like, what's this symbol? And I'd be like, the symbol for male and female, sir? Like, I mean, I mean it's pretty standard on there. Um, this is obviously in, in like the mid-2000s, uh, by the way. Yeah, like 2005, 2006, or 2007. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tracks, like 2006, 2007, 2005. I don't know the years anymore. It's been such, I don't, I don't even want to do the math right now because it's a Friday and I'm exhausted and it's been a long week, but <laughs> worked 80 hours this week. But um, there are some adults too that, again, this is about encouraging kids to get excited about science, about the experimentation process, to have some fun with it, and then present out. And basically it's supposed to be a victory lap. If you did your job as a student, that is. And I had so many adults just shitting on my experiment. Like, I got an A on it. The poster board got an A. I got my attendance for that. I think I had to answer one question from my teacher. Did great. But just this one old lady just being like, I don't know why you had to take the waste of your own time and everybody else's time to experiment on this. And I could have told you the answer in about 30 seconds. Yeah, I know. I'm in middle school. This is a layup if you're an adult. But for a kid to actually just go through the process, you know? Also, no, you don't. No, you don't know the answer. You could take a 50-50 guess. And yeah, sure, my experiment is 50-50 scenario. But come on. People are so rude. You see this shit on the internet. This was the mid-2000s. The internet was a thing, but I was getting a hater in my face. <laughs> and I had no backup, obviously, because it's just me. I'm just a kid. I got dropped off. And picked up later. I think my parents came to see it, helped me set up or, or whatever. But wow, I really, I, I hope to God that they do not, they do not allow some of these parents, especially like maybe like the intense helicopter parent who for sure they can't stop them from coming in. But just can we get some sort of a screener like on what is acceptable to ask these elementary, middle, and high school kids during the science fair presentation section? Also, 
if people could not like touch the display. This is that trifold poster board that stands up or whatever. And if you're fancy, you had that other poster board that like uh, became the title on the top or whatever. Um, but holy shit, that, that came from deep within. This is what happens when I'm driving to work or when I'm driving home from work and it's dead silent because I don't want to listen to music because it's been that kind of a day or that kind of a week. So I, I do want to point out too um, that if you are unaware of things that are happening in the, the city of Chicago, uh, we've had a number of incidents and, and luckily everyone is okay. Uh, we had a number of incidents where, because our football practice field, uh, we essentially have two of them, but they are in a public park. Uh, we've had a number of incidents where we've had to quickly, and I say very quickly, get students back into the building for the sake of safety. So um, just, you know, make sure to check in with your, your teacher friends. Uh, if you hear of anything, like when you're about to leave for the day or they're about to leave for the day, just give them that heads up because uh, I'm noticing some communication issues where not everyone is aware of what's going on. And I just think it's, it's helpful to keep everybody safe if people just know what's going on. Uh, communication is never a bad thing as long as it's in a positive way with that positive intent. And it's on my mind, and it's not something that is comedic at all, obviously, for, for this episode. But uh, obviously, when we've had as many potential close calls as we have with uh, student-athlete safety, uh, we're really kind of just at the mercy of <laughs> luck and, and getting them safe as soon as possible. But uh, yeah, communicate with your teacher people, uh, your work buddies, uh, everybody, and make sure that everyone, everyone gets home, home safe. Uh, that's why I always I close out every, especially on Fridays, with uh, stay safe with, with my students. So very thankful that nothing is, has happened in terms of uh, student athletes on, on my watch. Uh, I don't, I think that would be, <laughs> I don't even want to imagine that. So, but um, thank you. That's my TED talk. Uh, but I think a very good one. So um, anyways, thanks so much for, for listening to this one. Uh, you can reach me at Classroom Brew and at Classroom Brew, I'm sorry, and classroombrew at gmail.com. Uh, there's also the TikTok, which I, I think we're still posting stuff on there. Um, it's little clips from, from here and there that we kind of splice together or, or whatever, uh, to help get people aware of the show. So biggest thing is if you have a teacher friend or whoever that you think they might like the show or like to be on the show, just send them our way. We're on Spotify and Stitcher and Apple podcasts and iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to really good podcasts, just like this one, that's where you can find, that's where you can find our podcast. So. This has been Classroom Brew. I appreciate you guys. And until next week, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.